bipartisan lawmakers call for breaking economic ties with China. Washington, a bipartisan group of lawmakers in Congress, are calling for the United States to reset its relationship with China by raising tariffs and cutting off capital flows fueling Chinese aggression. In a report incorporating nearly 150 recommendations on December 12, the House Select Committee on the Chinese Communist Party warned about the regime's multi-decade campaign of economic aggression that has made the United States dependent on Beijing to its peril. Among the list of recommendations from the 53-page report are closing the loopholes allowing Beijing to steal U.S. technologies, forcing a ban or divestment of Chinese-owned social media app TikTok, imposing tariffs on legacy Chinese semiconductors, and directing the Federal Reserve to stress test their resilience to a potential loss of access to the Chinese market. The committee chairman, Representative Mike Gallagher. Described the report as a blueprint to turbocharge the American economy for decades to come. The status quo is not working, he told reporters in a call on Tuesday. We shouldn't have wasted a day, let alone a decade on on that old bet. Mr. Gallagher made clear he wasn't asking for a complete decoupling. He has no problems with Wisconsin farmers selling soybeans to China or Americans buying cheap textiles or toys in China. As long as they're not made with slave labor, he said. But more economic interaction will not make the Chinese regime less repressive internally and less aggressive externally. The United States now has a choice: accept Beijing's vision of America as its economic vassal or stand up for our security, values, and prosperity, Mr. Gallagher and the Democratic ranking member Raja Krishnamurthy said in a report. Mr. Gallagher said that Republicans are having robust discussion with relevant stakeholders about the best path forward on restricting outbound investment toward China. A version regarding the issue was dropped from the Annual Defense Authorization Act, but the lawmaker hopes to see some responsible legislative activity in the first quarter of the coming year. Even those major asset managers or bankers with whom we've engaged that are skeptical of any restrictions on investment in China. Even in military and critical technological areas, I think would welcome the predictability that legislating the issue would provide, he said. The report signals a shift of bipartisan view on how to approach China that contrasts with the decades-long U.S. thinking that economic cooperation would be mutually beneficial and lead to a more open China. Instead, since China entered the World Trade Organization in 2001, the Chinese regime has increasingly weaponized the economic reliance to undercut U.S. national security and values, the report said. The heavy U.S. dependence on China for pharmaceutical ingredients exposes Americans vulnerable to contamination risks, the report said. And China's dominance on medical devices is similarly troubling in the light of how it blocked exports of critically needed medical equipment during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. In a recent tabletop exercise in New York simulating the U.S. response to a Chinese war on Taiwan, the committee found that the financial entanglement with China could come at tremendous costs to the United States. The report said, "The lesson, according to the report." Is the United States must act now to build an economic contingency plan and reduce its dependence on the PRC in critical sectors, address the PRC's penetration of U.S. capital markets, and build greater collective resilience with allies and partners. 
The report was lauded by a number of industry groups and those who had been advocating for a tougher stance on China. Joseph Sella, former ambassador to Fiji, Kiribati, Nauru, Tonga, and Tuvalu, said it offered a clear-eyed view of the perilous terrain we are on with China in this new Cold War particularly when it comes to state-level incursions and influence operations. David McCall, president of the United Steelworkers International, said they appreciate the committee's efforts to hold the CCP accountable and protect American workers because while its members can compete against anyone on a level playing field, but too often they instead face the CCP's illegal trade practices. Kim Glass, president and CEO of the National Council of Textile Organizations, said he believes the policy recommendations from the committee can help address the economic headwinds brought by predatory Chinese trade practices. The U.S. textile and apparel manufacturing sector has been on the receiving end of some of the worst predatory trade practices by China, including substantial intellectual property theft, coupled with rampant abuse of state-owned enterprises and subsidies and horrifying labor abuses in Xinjiang, which have enabled the country to dominate world markets in this sector, he said. The committee isn't alone in Congress in hoping to curb investment funds going to China. On Tuesday, Senators Marco Rubio and Rick Scott, as well as Representative Elise Stefanik, introduced the American Investment Accountability Act to ensure that Congress is informed about outbound investment data into China.